Hope FM News. Good morning. Police in Copenhagen say they have shot dead a man who opened fire on them close to the two sites of earlier attacks in the Danish capital. They are investigating whether the man might be behind deadly shootings hours earlier at a cafe near the synagogue. The BBC's Malcolm Brabant in Copenhagen says the city has been abuzz with sirens and helicopters amid fears that other attacks could be imminent. A massive manhunt has been launched after the first shooting, which took place during a free speech debate attended by a Swedish cartoonist. Norbro is a predominantly immigrant enclave of Copenhagen, about three miles from the city's synagogue, where a gunman shot dead a young Jewish member of the congregation and wounded two police officers. Copenhagen police said during a news conference in the middle of the night that they were looking for two perpetrators following the shooting at the synagogue and the earlier attack at the cafe that was sprayed with automatic gunfire. Copenhagen is now extraordinarily tense. President Jacob Zuma says it is an exaggeration to say South Africans are xenophobic. He was reacting to the looting of shops of foreign nationals, which started in Soweto last month and spread to several other provinces. Zuma says if South Africans were xenophobic, there would be no shop owned by foreigners in the country. It's not xenophobic. Otherwise, those shops would not be in Soweto until somebody was shot. Then the problem began. What happens in the process of the arrest? About 12 people are arrested with illegal weapons. Ten of them are foreigners. That again begins to give a message. These guys are well armed. Why? We must not exaggerate and even create a situation where people are going to believe South Africans are xenophobic. We are not. Watch the full interview with the president tonight on SABC 2 between 7.30 and 8.30 and on all public radio stations. The three leaders of the Lesotho coalition government will meet the heads of state at the Sadek Troika on Friday. Sadek facilitator Cyril Ramaphosa, who visited the Mountain Kingdom, said in a short statement that the Lesotho Defence Force has also agreed to stay in their barracks in the period leading, in, leading up to the elections on February 28th. They will also remain in the barracks on election day. Ramaphosa says police will take the lead in the maintenance of law and order. And we pressed upon them that we would prefer and like that uh, during the elections the defense force should be stationed in the barracks. What they will do more actively is to transport the ballot papers to those far-flung mountainous areas of the country And finally, in a national broadcast from the military headquarters in Kiev, uh, Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko ordered the commander of what Ukraine describes as an anti-terror operation to observe the ceasefire. The president says that there was still alarm over the situation around Debaltsev, where government forces have been days besieged by by the separatists. Meanwhile, Donetsk rebel leader Alexander Zakharchenko says he considered the Debaltsev area was not covered by the agreed ceasefire. The BBC's Ian Pennell reports. The acting spokesman for the general staff of the Ukrainian military claimed militants had carried out nine attacks on their positions with small arms fire, but that they hadn't responded. Whatever the veracity of claims made by either side, low-level infractions are probably inevitable, given the lack of a cohesive command structure on both sides. It's not just the end of hostilities that will guarantee peace in Ukraine, but the fulfilment of all the other conditions of the Minsk Agreement. I'm Josie Evely for Good Hope FM News.